Welcome to the Jill on Money Call of the Week. And this is the chance that I get to talk to you and hear what's on your mind, answer your questions. And just not some fly-by-night author media chick. You know, I got some street cred. I'm a CFP, a certified financial planner. I haven't been in practice for a long time, but I stay up to date on all this stuff. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to come on the air and join us, just send us an email. It's askjill at jillonmoney.com, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Or when you go to the website, jillonmoney.com, you can just click the contact us button right from there. Very easy to do. Okay. First and foremost, we must talk to our friend Linda because what she did in her subject line of her email was help Jill in all caps. Linda, I'm hearing the anxiety. What is going on? How can I help you? Yeah, so I am in my mid-30s. I am a professional um, and I live in the Bay Area. And it's just been incredibly expensive to live out here. I have, I put myself through my undergrad and also a graduate school program. So as you can imagine, I have a lot of student loans. Mm. And, you know, um, I would like to be financially secure and not have to worry about money in, in the, you know, in the future. And mm. so in my 30s now, I'm really just beginning to focus on getting to that point. But, you know, there's a lot of things along the way. Like, I have a massive student loan debt, and I also want to buy a house and start a family. And so I just don't really know, um, I guess, like, in what order I mm. should be doing this. Mm-hmm. And should I put off my dream of owning my own house and, and starting that family for another five to ten years? Will I ever be able to, to do it? I dude, mean, I dude, dude, slow down. Calm oh. down. I got to talk you off the ledge. Come on. First of all, you're not yeah. going to delay having children because of money. You're not going to do that because that's just a weird thing. And it won't and it won't work because, you know, that biological clock is it. You can't wait 10 years. You mean you're mid 40s. You got to have a kid. You're going to have to have a kid. Yeah. Let's go backwards for a second. First sure. of all, how much money do you earn right now? I make 98000 okay. a year. Great. And you have a massive pile of debt from student loans. What is the total that is outstanding right now? So uh, in total, including the, what I borrowed um, from family, which doesn't accrue interest. No, no, no. Like, let's not do that family loan. Tell oh, me like, what you're on okay. the hook for. I am on the hook for 104000 roughly. And, and then how much is family? Family's small. It's only about 2000 so far. I've been trying to pay that off because it's just a personal thing for me okay. um, to do that. Okay. So $104,000, let us just say $105,000. Making your just your regular payments right now and living on your ninety eight grand a year, are you doing okay mm-hmm. otherwise? In other words, you're paying your for your student loans. You're living in a high-priced area. Are you doing okay, or are you accumulating other debt? Are you accumulating credit card debt or anything nasty that's out there? Um, thankfully, no. I've, I'm pretty good with my money in the sense where, you know, all my credit cards are paid off every month. I don't have a car car loan. but So other than the student loan debt, that is really my biggest uh, debt. Okay. So okay. So let's go through. So now we got, so that's your liability. Let's talk about assets. Do you have any money that's just safe money, emergency reserve money in the bank? Um, I am trying to build that. I currently have about 5300 I should have about 
14000 by June. Okay. Oh, great. Um, yeah, the reason being is that I finally made the decision to bite the bullet and move back in with family. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to just basically shove everything that I'm not spending on expenses and other things like that into a savings account. You know, originally I wanted to save for a house, but I just don't know what to do with the money. So I've been doing a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 14, let's just, well, I'm going to move the clock forward. So you'll have 14000 by June. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Do you have any old retirement accounts or old, some investment account? What do you got? Uh, so in terms of retirement savings, I have in total about 127000 I have about 119000 in a Transamerica account. Um, I have a separate Roth account for about 4500 mm-hmm. And then I have a very small investment account um, at 3000 for a total of one twenty seven. Um, that investment account, what's in there? Stocks or mutual fund? What's in there? Uh, it is heavily skewed towards stocks right now. Um, because that's the way I set the allocation because I figure it's a long-term account. Um, Why is that a long-term account if it's an investment account? In other words, it's a taxable account. It's not a retirement account, right? No, it is not. It is um, it is a taxable account, but I just thought, you know, I will kind of put that in my retirement savings because all the money in there is going to be for retirement someday. So first things first is you're not investing right now. That is not what you're doing. We are not in the business for you in your situation that you should be investing outside of retirement. What you should okay. be doing is take that three grand and now you will pay, put just immediately pop that right down on your highest interest school loan debt. What are the interest rates associated with that debt right now? Uh, right now they range from three to 6.9, three, so three to 7%. Three to seven. So pop that three yeah. grand down on the 7% debt. Just put it, plop it down there. Every dollar that you have available beyond retirement money. So what are you putting into retirement right now? Um, I'm putting about 10%. Okay, Um, that's fine. That's fine. Put the 10% in there. Keep doing that. Do not put any more money into any other investments. Every dollar that you have freed up after, you know, and you said you're putting money in your emergency reserve let's say I'm just going to like for argument's sake, if you have a hundred dollars available in a given month, half of that is going to go towards building your emergency reserve. And the other half is going to go towards paying down the most expensive student loan debt that you have. I don't think you're in a position to buy a house for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. One is that the loan is manageable right now, but the loan would not be manageable if you also had to then juggle a mortgage. And right now, what you're doing is the absolute smartest thing, which is you're shacking up with some family, you're accelerating the pay down of the debt. I'm not saying that if you have, say, $50,000 in student loan debt that you can't go out and buy a house, but I think you need to have a lot of things settled by then. So I think that um, if you are thinking about starting a family, do you have a spouse that would help you with this? Do you have a, somebody who's, in, you know, might be in the picture for a family? You can do this on your own. Um, yeah, I I have someone in the picture. Um, we've been dating steadily. We just don't know when that, you know, when that hammer is going to be. Okay, wait, does he or she have a ton of money that's going to help you with buying a home? That's my question. Uh, no. So we're kind of both in the same boat here. 
the one thing is the only reason I was even entertaining potentially getting a house is because my family has stepped up and said that we will give you some money for the down payment. Better they should give um, you money to pay off your student loan debts. Yeah, I know. That really would be better. And in fact, if they want to yeah. do something nice, tell them to start by forgiving the family loan, the 2000. You are not buying a house right now. I'll tell you why. It is too, it, it will, it will feel like you are drowning. Like it's just to me too risky for you to take on this thing called a mortgage. I know that your family is whispering in the back of ears and they're saying, yes. you're throwing money out the window. That's what they're probably saying to you. I know I've heard this a million times. I, I actually have an entire chapter of my book, which is one of the dumb things that people do is that they buy a home when they should be renting. And this yeah. is a clear case of that. Because as you know, if you and your honey are making 200 grand a year and living in the Bay Area and you want to have kids, you cannot get into a house for like a reasonable amount of money. And you don't have the money to put that down right now. So tell me that you said, well, you know what we're going to do? We're both really awesome. We have great degrees and we're going to move to Dallas and we can buy a house for 400 grand in Dallas. Yeah, then you can do it. But you're staring down the barrel of like an $800,000 house and you got to commute an hour and a half. That doesn't make sense to me. So, yeah. so this is what I want you to do. You're going to play this for your family. We're going to make sure that you play this for them. And they can call me if they want to know, how can we help <laughs> our our daughter who's in her mid-30s, who's living in the Bay Area, who's a professional? She's got this much student loan debt and we really want her to buy a house. And then I will walk them through how they should pay off your loans instead. Because it is a far, it's actually a better return on your money right now than going out and buying a house. Because housing is too, it's like literally unaffordable in the Bay Area. It's crazy. Uh, Take yes. yourself off the hook. You know what? You're not throwing money out the window. You're buying flexibility. You're buying opportunity. That's how you have to think about it. And I, I swear I'd be happy to talk to your parents about this. I get that people really want their kids to have a house because they find that to be the, the ultimate, like, oh, I know that you'll just be okay. But you're not okay if you're living in a house with a $400,000 mortgage and you have $100,000 in student loan debt. I just don't, you know, and I just don't see how that serves you right now. So do right. what you're doing. Take money out of the investment account. Pay off that that 7% student loan debt. Keep whittling it down. I hope that you call me next in a year and you say, okay, all the debt above 4% is now paid off. That's what you're hoping for. You know, you mm -hmm. want this to get, okay. you know, and when you get to that place, then we're talking about, okay, now maybe we can buy a house. Listen, I think that you are on the right track. I'm so glad that you called. I totally hear the panic in your voice. I just don't, I want to relieve you of that panic because I don't believe that you need to be panicked right now. You're making a good living. You're making good decisions and let's get this debt under control. And then you'll be on your way to babies and houses. Maybe babies. Yes. Housing. Maybe. How's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah. All right. That sounds great. All right. Go forth. Try to breathe. It's going to be okay. You're making money, you know? You. All right. Yeah. So, so be all right. We'll talk to you soon. Keep us posted. Tell me tell, tell me when I'm talking to your parents on that conference call, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> all right. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. That's it for the bonus call of the week. If you'd like to get on the air with us, just send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. We'll arrange to get you on. Talk to you next time.